Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am your host, Marco Mazzola. I am joined again today by Mila. Say hello, Mila. Hello. And we have another special guest with us today. Uh, if Hopefully, if you listen to our recap episode of Episode 3 of What If, you'll know him. His name is Mike Bro from The Bro Show. He's an old friend of mine. Mike, say hello. Rock on, everybody. Hello. And there it is. Mike is a friend of mine. We're not going to go into it again. Hopefully, go back and listen to the other episode, um, the, the What If episode. But uh, Mike's been a good friend of mine for how many years now? When did you start at Cambridge Soundworks? I started in Cambridge Soundworks October of 1999 when HiFi.com wow. okay. went online for the first time ever. That's right. So we've been friends since 99. So I started there in 94. Like, yep. like right out of high school. Um, so then, yep, that's right. And then you came on board right with the hi-fi.com. Wow, that's, that's been a long time, my friend. I know. Mike's been collecting toys for how many years have you been sort of in the collector's world, would you say? In the collector's world officially probably since 93, 94, right when I got out of high school because I was working at uh, Toys or, oh, no, KB Toys and NFL Schwartz after that. Yeah, yeah. Rest the rest in peace, both, both shops there. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Yeah, so always fun. Yeah, definitely. So today, gang, we're going to talk about our take on Marvel movies versus DC movies. I have a feeling I know how this is going to go, but you might have some surprises, maybe some unpopular opinions. Um, you know, we, we're going to talk in depth on some of the movies. So if you haven't seen certain things or some of you are waiting to see, uh, you know, make sure that we're going to do a lot of spoilers. So make sure you go and watch it and then come back. And if you haven't seen everything. All right. All right. So let's go. Let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to start, of course, with Mike, my guest. And I want to hear your Give me an overall. Give me a, a, a give me a one sentence synopsis on what you think the states are right now. Right now, as of right now, Marvel, Marvel greater, greater than DC. Than DC. All right. Down. Okay, Mila, would you agree, disagree, or none of the above? Uh, let's see. Marvel greater than DC, hands down. All right. <laughs> um, I think I would say, yeah, Marvel doing better than dc okay but we're talking this is talking strictly movies now right yes now. okay fine. Yeah, yeah 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 that's this fine we're gonna movies. we're gonna get just into everything movies. else too we're gonna get into we can get into um animated you know features and things like that yeah. although we know that marvel's now crushing it with what if but we'll get into yeah. that as well and i think it's a three for three you know i grew up dc mike you probably know that yep i was a huge i am a huge batman fan you know 90 percent of my collection when i, I was growing can up, confirm I, you know, my uh, Mila, I don't know if you ever I saw my too. my bedroom picture of my uh, Batman collection. I think the, you, I think you did show me that picture from around so. the '89 period when the Batman '89 came out. Um, you know, my, my I've never was, met such a was, big fan of Batman. It was before. ridiculous. It, it was all <laughs> things Batman. I love Superman. I love DC. I grew up with DC, um, but then they just have not, in my opinion, have not been able to pull it together on the movie stuff. Like I don't know. Yeah. But we'll get into that. So, um, Mike, go ahead. Give me your. Give me your take. What 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 is what do you feel brings Marvel to a greater stance right now than DC? What what's going on there? I think the fact that with Marvel, ever since Iron Man two thousand seven, they've had a centralized story that they were heading towards with each different phase, and they had you know a key group of people keeping that together, whether it be Kevin Feige or John Favreau or anything like that. And every story was its own individual. You had Captain America, you had Thor, you had Iron Man, you had Iron Man 2. Um, then you had the Avengers coming up right after that. All of that was a centralized story that led to the formation of the Avengers. But they also laid kernels and groundwork for following phases every time. They had it planned out. I don't even want to imagine the flowchart they created. But Yo, I couldn't even imagine what that must look like. Gone. They, they started planning. Yeah. yeah. They had to plan everything out so far in advance. Whereas DC, I think they planned out things, those first couple of movies within when they started the Snyder universe, let's say, for Justice Yeah, the Snyderverse. We'll get right. into that. Yeah. They tried to start it there, but then they veered off course somewhere. And they had too many hands in the pot trying to control, control the storyline and stuff. I'm like, yeah. eh, you know, Disney was smart. When they bought everything, boom, they kept it focused. And right. ever since then, it stayed focused, and I think that's the key to it. 
I think you're right. What do you feel like if there wasn't, you know, say everything's still the same except there isn't one overarching story like in a phase like, you know, the Infinity Saga with Thanos and they're just more individualized movies. Maybe someone interconnected, right? They know right. about each other, maybe somebody appears in this movie, but there's not one overarching story. Do you think it would have been the same? I think it would have been the same, at least with the Marvel side, because the tone and the look would have still been kept consistent. Disney would not let that not happen. Right. That makes sense. They yep. would say, no, we need to have – this is our same universe. We want everything to look the same. We don't want something that's done in this story that could affect this secondary story here, this other movie, not be addressed at least, Right. if that makes sense. But they don't necessarily have to – um, interconnected completely. Let's say Fantastic Four had something happen. Galactus destroys their building in their movie. Then they show a Spider-Man film, and all of a sudden, Spider-Man swinging by the remains of that film or of that building. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to tell the same story. They don't have to interconnect. They just acknowledge it, kind of like what Defenders did on Netflix. They acknowledge the events of the movies. But they yes. never actually interconnected with the movie. Yeah, the incident. Yeah. They used to call it the incident. Yeah, in New York. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So cool. I think the I think the quality would still be there. Would we have as big a movie gross or or movie blockbuster with like Endgame or anything at that point? I don't know. That would be no. Bad. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Uh, yeah, so the bigger the bigger like you said the bigger groupings of the bigger Endgame story might not have taken place without it. Right. So that that obviously yeah. kicks it into another level. So this is just sticking on the Marvel side, not really acknowledging the DC side yet. So we're just sticking on the Marvels. But I agree with you. I do like that. They did interconnect a little bit with the Netflix shows, even though those have gone away. Uh, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., same thing. They called it the incident, but it wasn't, you know. Uh, I do like the fact that now with the multiverse stuff, they're bringing everything into it, including right, Netflix. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The Netflix shows yeah. going to start kind of making part of their universe. The rumors are that Charlie Cox is in the new Spider-Man <gasps> movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's basically they're, – they're touting him as being – his lawyer because he gets no arrested way. for being Spider-Man basically. And it's, it's the, the oh, images so shots cool. is him. You see yep. somebody with a white shirt on with his arm on the table. And it's a very hairy Charlie Cox his, arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so people think that's actually him oh, in the movie. So then now we're starting to bring that in. Oh, My so question excited. is how are they going to bring in agents of shield? Cause basically with the multiverse, everything is Canon. We talked right. about that, yep. you know, but the agents of shield, are they going to start to bring any of that part into it at all? And are we going to see Coulson back in and people acknowledging that Coulson is alive? Right. Because right? right. the original Avengers, he dies. And a lot of the people that would be like upset about that, the fact that he didn't die actually might be uh, – are gone. We have Natasha's gone. We have Captain America's gone. We have Iron Man gone. Well, he's not gone. He's just old. Right. Well, yeah. We never see him die. <laughs> he's just old. He's just yeah. old. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was kind of wondering that. I was like, "Where did Captain America go?" Because yeah, he's like, just uh, old. He's just kind of he's kicking around. Peggy's gone. He's just old. Yeah, they're like he's they're like cat. they're like, "Oh no, Captain America, he's gone." Dude, like no, like in um in a Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, "Oh no, yeah, he's no, he didn't he didn't he die. Didn't he's die. just kind of chilling no. somewhere. Yeah, Where he's is living he? out the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. you know? He's walking around with a vibranium, you know, walker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. One speedy old dude dealing with his blue chew. So yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think that's a, another, you know, great part that they can start bringing all this stuff in. And it's just going to yep. expand it and make it even more, you know, enticing, and more mm-hmm. exciting for people because you now have all these parts, obviously, with Spider-Man being involved in it. We've seen mm-hmm. in the new Spider-Man, you know, no, um, no Way Home trailer. You got Doc Ock is confirmed. You had, oh, you know, you had so uh, Green Goblin, you know, his, yep. his yeah. bomb, his pumpkin Will bombs in there. In the original Spider-Man, the Tobey right. Maguire one. Um there's some other shots people think like Sandman's in there, like the Electro's yep. coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you it's going to be huge. I love how much and they're trying to say that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are not in it. Yeah, like, they're like, on. I yeah, swear right. he's really? not in it. You're going to have their villains on. in there, but not the actual Spider-Man. Yeah, like, I don't think so. Especially after uh, how well yeah. Into the Spider-Verse did. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be half shocked if Spider-Ham didn't make an appearance somehow <laughs> in this freaking movie. I would love Which I would that. love, by the way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You don't even have to have Miles Morales, although I'd love to see him in there. No, I definitely want to see him. Miles oh, Morales. Yes. Sick. Oh, my gosh. Maybe if we yep. don't have it in this movie because that's like really throwing too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Throwing there's too already, much into one. There's already so going to be a ton in this movie with right now. Doctor Strange. And then, of course, there's the new question. Is that really Doctor Strange that we saw? I think it is. I think it is. I think no. it's Doctor Strange. I don't know. I'm pretty I don't sure know. I think Strange. so, too. But there's definitely that part of me that goes, yeah, I mean, sitting there in his, you know, in his jammies, essentially. Yeah. He gives him that wink. You know what I mean? It seemed a little too playful for Doctor Strange. Yeah. 
And as good as he is, he's still allowed Although Peter's he's also the guy that just started messing around with like time. He was like, don't yeah. touch the time stone. He goes, don't touch the time yeah, stone. Yeah, he gives him the wink the like, we're still going to do this. Almost breaks yeah. time for a hot second. It's like, well, yeah, no, no, that's, no, his, that's considered one of the parts that breaks the multiverse is him yeah. doing that. So I don't know. I don't know. Yep. I think that's a. I think it's a good question. I think it's a good yeah. question to see is that really Doctor Strange or not, right? Especially with all the, um, what do you call them out there? The the, the shapeshifters, you know what I mean? All them coming in through. Oh, the scrolls, yeah. The scrolls. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's well, we have that. That's going to be a show too. Scroll invasion. That's going to be a whole yep. TV Disney Plus TV show, right? And the, really, and the TV shows so I've, are. I've read that it might be Mephisto. I have heard. Did you see that? that too. Did you see the? Did you see around. the comic panel shots? Yeah, the panel of Mephisto standing in front of the fireplace in almost the exact same position yep. as Doctor Strange was in that trailer. I don't deny uh, that. It's yeah, a but didn't they say this about another thing? Oh, they, they, they were, were like, cutting oh, Mephisto oh, for the last one division. Division. Yeah, show. in WandaVision, yeah. they're like, "Oh no, it's Mephisto," and then they're like, "Haha, gotcha." It's it was, still not Mephisto. Still Please not. stop saying yep. Mephisto. <laughs> and they're half saying, you know, in Captain America: Winter Soldier, the fact that it was uh, Mephisto who made the shield or made, you know. Evil Captain America. No, 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 no. no. Again, still not Mephisto. (laughs) Nope. And the thing is, people standing in front of fireplaces, it's not unheard of. I know. They do that (laughs) a lot of movies. And you know what? 99.9% of the time, it's not Mephisto. Actually, 100% of the time. (laughs) So far, so far, so far. But I think with Marvel, they're really good at doing the hints. They're really yep. good at laying those little Easter eggs in there yeah. and catching stuff. And they, you know, they want it to be revealed when it's supposed to be revealed. Although I think ninety percent of the leaks are yeah. on purpose. Well, now yeah. hold on. There was a really cool little uh, detail from the WandaVision TV show that was pointed out recently. The fact that on the calendar in the first episode they had August twenty third circled as a big important date. And what day did the Spider Man trailer hit officially? August twenty third. Yeah. So it, it wasn't that by accident. No. Or none of it's by accident. Oh, uh, you're right. Not Come with on. that machine. Not I don't even the think leak. So. Not even the leak that came out the day before was an accident. I think that no. was planned to Absolutely. build. Absolutely. I'd be yeah. surprised. You know, I hate to be that skeptic, that you know, conspiracy yep. theory guy, but. I think they're doing it's everything. It's all part of the plan. I think it's all part of their plan. It's all part of that Disney yeah, that's back how, up the brainstruck yep. plan. That's how I'm kind of thinking of like Tom Holland because at first I was like, ah ha ha, he keeps spoiling it, and then like but it dries kind of quickly. I'm exactly. like, I don't know. It seems on like yeah, it, it virals. Like it makes everything go viral. It drives because it's not media that. that hard to not spoil something. No, no. But I was saying the other day, I'm like, they should just you know hold their pay in escrow, like yep. and every like like JB Smoove just like. Spoiled that you know basically said I enjoyed working with Tobey Maguire like he was the one I was enjoying working with he just yep. said it in an interview like it just Oops. seems like listen do a do an escrow account for their pay and every time they open their stupid mouth take a thousand you know what I mean yeah. like take ten thousand every time you open like, your they damn could, mouth they could easily do that that probably is on the like contract oh but it's like, definitely in the contract oh my god yeah. it's definitely in their contract their non disclosures well, are all over that yeah let's also not forget that it wasn't um the big Disney machine that planned the whole thing with a viral video making something happen. It was yep. all Ryan Reynolds. He was the one right. who really did it the first time. That's right. Yep. Deadpool. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. What are your, before either. we get back to it, because I, I want to go into this, what is your take? And we'll get back to the movie side of it. The yep. um, uh, Scarlett Johansson lawsuit to Disney. I have my I, take on it, but I want to hear yours. Honestly, I think depending on the contract, how it was actually worded and the way it mm-hmm. sounds like it was worded is the fact that they said – if we're going to do a theatrical release with this movie, you'll absolutely get your full pay and everything. Yeah. And they didn't renegotiate that to say oh, Disney Plus as well, and they're trying to hold back money from her. So is she right in suing? Absolutely. If they're breaking yeah. the contract yeah, I'm on, word for I word. Think, I think she's completely yeah. in the right here. I think she's completely in the right because yeah. once they really – because obviously the, the contract was signed really years ago. they really cheated her out of exactly. millions of dollars It was signed there. years ago, well before the yeah. pandemic. So they had no idea this was going to happen. But once you knew it was going to happen – and yep. you knew you were going to switch from only in, that, in theatrical to a, a split and do a, you know streaming, yep. it absolutely should have been renegotiated. And her lawyer right. should have done that too. Like her lawyer yeah. should have gone on and said, we need to well, renegotiate because you're going to lose money in theaters. And that's just naturally going to happen. I, we, yeah. need a, we need a piece of the yep. streaming streaming budget. We have to have yeah. a piece of the streaming budget. I have, I have a sneaky suspicion her lawyer was trying to do that on the back end without it being hitting the public or anything like right. that. And when he and saw that Disney it wasn't no. going to happen – 
when he but saw Disney that said no because happen. as much yeah. as I love the Disney stuff and the Disney brand, yep. they're greedy. And the yeah. reality is, had she broken a contract in any way, if she was yep. supposed to eat strawberry gum and eat blueberry gum, they'd have sued her ass because that's the way that's what Disney does. Yeah, yep. they're very lawsuit happy. And they okay. waited until Definitely. after a certain yeah. point, and they were like, you know what? Now we can say publicly we're suing. Yeah, boom, and not and she deserves to. She deserves to get her money because I think that you know I understand that. It might not be as much because the reality is what you have to look at is even if you released it in theaters only the way the contract stated, she would not have made as much as they thought because right. people are still scared to go to the theaters. So exactly. nobody's making as much in the theaters as they want to or as they would have pre-pandemic. Right. Even but though some paying- places, but especially now with the Delta. But even before that, take a couple of yep. months ago when things seemed to be evening out and be okay. There was still – theaters were empty. People, I, you know, I know people going in. I was the only one in the theater today. I went yeah. to see a movie. Yep. So people are still not going out. Okay. Some people would have. They feel safe. Some people will go to the theater because it's only available in the theater. But you have the choice to stay home and stay safe. Yep. I did. And I watched it. I paid my 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and, I, you know what I, mean? and I stayed home and I watched it a bunch of times. And she mm. could have had a percentage of that. It could have been they negotiated instead of 5% of a movie sale ticket, it could have said, okay, you get 33% of a Disney right. Plus ticket, you know, because yeah. you're having multiple viewings or whatnot from that one ticket purchase. Right. Right. So, and, and I know for myself cost. alone, you know, I, I like to speak generally from myself and not necessarily the other people, but, you know, I have a one year old at home. You yeah. know what I mean? I might feel safe. I'm, I'm vaccinated, but it doesn't mean I want to go out to the theater if there's going to be a crowded theater. If I'm the only person, I'm okay yeah. with that. If there's yeah. only five other people, I'm not going to sit near them. I don't have a struggle with that. But I'm not exactly. going to go to a crowded theater. And then take something home to my one-year-old who can't get vaccinated. It's just the way I feel. Right. right. You know what I mean? And, and people can feel any way they want. I'm just speaking about how I feel about it. So you and would not – even though – you know what I mean? I You would not get my money in the theater. I, I want to see Shang Ch- – Wow, Chang Chi. Take your time. Take your time. Chang Chi. Wow. Oh boy. Yep. Chang Chi. <laughs> it's only going to be in the theater, so I still have to contemplate: Am I going to go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it may be that you don't go I see. Said, it. I have a one-year-old, but you know, <laughs> am I going to go to see it? You know what I mean? Yeah, do you go on right. opening night, or do you go on like a Tuesday when there's nobody in the theater? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have to you go know. on a weekend or something like that because I have to watch my son. You know, I love, which I love yeah. doing every day. Or you, you could know go what to mean? a theater that's like in the middle of nowhere because that's where I recently saw Free Guy. I'm not traveling out that far. That was like I was like, oh, look, a small town. Man, does Shang Chi look awesome? It does. Oh yeah, I it looks so wait. cool. Really good. It really good. I, First, I'll have to actually figure out who Shang Chi is. Listen, you. And then so, I'll, I'll, I'll watch well, it. that's <laughs> what, you know. Going back to the whole movie thing and how Marvel does things great with Marvel, the fact that every story that told so far, everybody knew a little bit about each one. Iron Man, they knew it was rich billionaire, Playboy, whatnot. They knew Captain America right. was for you know whatever. I trust him to tell a story of a character we don't know that much about because they did it with Captain Marvel. Not a lot of people knew her story. They did it with Hulk, where a lot of people didn't know his story. And even, even though there so was the- Guardians, exactly, right, and right. They Guardians awesome, was the ten cent bin comic yep. before that movie came out. Nobody, I didn't know. I've been in comics in my whole life, and I didn't know jack shit about Guardians of the Galaxy until that movie came out, and yep. they're awesome. I still haven't bought a comic yet because you know, but I love right. the movies. I care about the characters because <laughs> of the movies. You exactly. Know what I mean? So if and, Marvel and those are do some that. of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. If Marvel can do that, I think they can do the same thing with Shang-Chi. And they have an unconventional cast for what they've done with it. And, you know, for the broader audience, this is the first time that we have full Asian casting, which I love. Like, I think that's amazing. And the fact that we're getting a comedian, too, Aquafina in there as well, which is um, which I've seen on the usual choice. What? I've seen some grumblings about her on the web. It's an unusual choice. I think it's going to be great. Like I, I think love it's the great. Fact. I think it's going to be great. I think people just get too yeah. ahead of themselves and too hyped, and they're always looking for something to shit on. Like, yeah, oh, she does this. Yeah. She says she doesn't do Asian accents, but yet she does this. Like, uh, just just watch the freaking movie. Enjoy the freaking movie. Why do we need controversy for every single thing that comes yeah. out? Do we have to have something to butt up against? Exactly. Right? Like, just oh my just God. shut up and watch the damn movie and enjoy is it. Or Sam don't Jackson going to be in there, and people are going to be upset because he has an eye patch? Come on, is he a pirate yeah. or what? Come on, no. Exactly. Uh, it's just it's just frustrating. There, there's plenty yeah. in the movie itself or in movies themselves to be upset right. about. Right. I mean, Nolan verse. Yeah. But anyway, you know, there's, there's plenty there's, there's plenty to be. I will say that every single time. That's so funny. It's true. Like, I will drop that every freaking time. That freaking Nolan verse crap. Every time. <laughs> every single Nolan. Bane of my existence. Every time a crappy movie comes out, Nolan verse. What are it's you just, saying? I would love to be able to talk to you about the Nolan verse. The what Nolan verse. Me, We're going to get there. We'll get there. We can get there today <laughs> if you want to. Because that, well, that load of pile of crap. It's <laughs> funny. I, I thought I had like a pretty like fine opinion. Now I'm like, then you heard I, me rant like, on it yeah, for an and hour I'm like, straight. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, I'm like, 
Yeah, I liked the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, like how the last one ended, but other than that, I was like, then, yeah. Then she heard me rant on it for an hour, and now not only hates the movie, but went back and rethought her life. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was a single worst movie. And I'm like, oh, my God. crap, with the exception of Heath Ledger. Other than Heath yeah. Ledger, that was just three piles of I loved crap Tom Hardy's <laughs> Bane, though. Tom Hardy's Bane. That was awful. He was okay. I liked him. He was, he was okay. He did a good job for what they asked him to do. Yeah. Right. Right? Nobody yeah. cared who I was until I turned off, took off, <laughs> and put on the mask. I, Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they had to, re- they had to redub his voice because nobody got to stand him originally on the original. Mask. Watch it. That was funny. So, Nolan verse was a great way to say what was not good about DC from time to time. Were there great parts about those films? Absolutely. I will say yeah. that. Um, and I liked how not the third one. The, well, third one's a whole third anyway. one had no redeeming parts to it whatsoever, other than the fact that Batman was in it, but even he was crap. Man. Right. I love well, the two fairly in it. With uh, n- multiple of no multiple of those scenes. But the one where like he has to pick which um which building to go to? Yeah. To save yes. either Harvey or um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> save my girly friend who's not my girlfriend. Right. Right. He's so hell bent on saving this woman who is not his it's girlfriend. It's so he funny. Is not you hate sleeping with every her. aspect about everything. This movie. Other than his every single aspect. His version of the Joker. Other than that, it was just big That's three so big piles funny. of turds. Like every tiny I liked detail the you hate. Training stuff wow. in the first movie. Yeah. I enjoyed the I liked, training portion of it. I liked him getting his materials to make the bat suit, like picking out and how he was doing it through shell companies and things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Although it did look hiding. like a Batman helmet, even that just one part of it. So somebody well, would yeah. that shit out. But you know what I mean? But yeah, I get it. So my biggest struggle is since we're there anyway, my biggest struggle with the whole Nolan verse stuff is because it was so hyper realistic, like it was a cop and a cape right. movie, three of them, just like this could really happen. Like, no, it can't. There's a reason it's a superhero movie because none right. of this shit can actually happen. So stop trying to make it seem like this could actually happen because every time you do, you fall on your face. And this, this crap way. that this guy's doing is not going to happen. That's why I like the 89 Batman and of course, even the Snyderverse, which I'm not thrilled with. It understands that it's a comic book movie, and this yeah. is crap that cannot happen. That's like you know Shazam. That Shazam completely understood that. that yeah, exactly. whole thing. Fun. Because that was like that wasn't trying to be serious. It was At like all. this is this no. is a superhero movie about a kid who becomes like a, a man yeah. to be exactly. a superhero. It's big with a cape. Well, it yeah. all starts with X Men. X Men. While the first three films were, uh, let me phrase that. The first one was good. The second one was great. The third one was. Um, yeah. I liked first but, class. Yeah. No, now the, second the first series, one, first class, yeah. that was great. Um, Days of Future Past, I love those. Got it right because they put them in. Age their of right Apocalypse costume. can go to hell. Yeah, uh, no, that was, that would just that took a big turn on all of us. Yeah, it had one good scene: Quicksilver saving everybody. That was it. Quicksilver yep. saving everybody, and the brief that was it. second that was we talked it. about this before. <laughs> the brief second of seeing people in actual X Men costumes at the very end in the danger. Yes, <laughs> which you never see again. You don't see even see the, in the next. That time. nothing <laughs> pissed me off more than the entire X Men series that we got a half a second of seeing people in actual X Men coffin costumes. Even we've been waiting Cyclops for, what, in twenty right years. Costume. Remember the Wolverine yeah. movie? When did the first one come out? When did the first one come out? The first X Men. Uh, yeah. So we're yeah. waiting 20 years essentially to see them in, in real X-Men comic book costumes. We got a half a second of it and that's it. They yep. shout at us and go, hi, too bad fuckers, you get nothing. That's all you and get. As, as Mila's even saying, it. Wolverine, like Wolverine Origins was eh, okay. The yeah. Wolverine was actually a really great film and we got the tease at the end of the original brown suit sure. costume. Once again, yeah. a little saw. tease, a little tease and they give us the finger and say goodbye. Uh-huh. You're, not, you're never going to see that. Did you enjoy that? You're hey. never seeing it again. And then they give us Logan, which is a phenomenal movie, but not what we needed. Yeah. You know, like that should have been a fourth you. Film. It's like your parents surprising you with a brochure for Disney. You go, Doesn't this look awesome? Yeah, you're never going. Yeah, you're going to go to Disneyland <laughs> store that's, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, which closing is closing now, too. Are you talking about yeah, the, exactly. the, when, when the Wolverine gets the, like, suit with, like, the at yellow? The end. The, yeah, yeah, I think that's end. a horrible idea to put that on that guy. No, but that's his costume. I know. But that's his I am so costume. glad they that's didn't put it on That's what people have been waiting to see for I, 20 years. I will exactly. never, ever. Like, but they're, I guarantee you they'll do that in the Marvel stuff. I, when they bring I him into trust, Marvel stuff, he's going to be in costume. I am so trusting with Marvel. Look- the first time we're going to see a mutant, the first time <laughs> we're going to see a mutant is in an Incredible Hulk film. And no, I think I, I think that, I, no, I think it might be in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You think so? Like, a brief, like a, that's what I've been reading online. They said that because... Doctor Strange has to basically take down Wanda. They right. bring in Professor Xavier to do it. 
I was really hoping that I could see that. That's what I read. I read well, that again. It's you know, it's rumors. It's whenever you I'm take him about a grain Wolverine of salt. Himself. I'm but that would make sense. Himself. I think they'll bring him in in a Hulk film because we're going to get our classic Hulk versus Wolverine. I hope so. I know that's that they're, they're going to be start working on the Hulk stuff again, right? They're getting it from yep. Universal to try to start doing Hulk stuff again, doing his standalone stuff, mm-hmm. which is yep. why he hasn't been able to have his own standalone movie. One, because I think people have a hard time thinking he's going to carry his own movie again. His mm-hmm. last one didn't do great. It did not. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think uh, you're good. You're definitely going to make a different opinion if you bring Wolverine into it. Exactly. And you know what I mean? You know, that will definitely up the game. A, and, and What you do is you people. do a series of three Hulk films and it's Hulk versus. And you do yep. Hulk versus Wolverine. Hulk versus the thing. Mm-hmm. You need that one. And then Hulk, Hulk versus, versus Thor. Thor. That's it. That's yep. how you do your three films. Done. Yep. And if, if Disney will do it. I think it'll be a brilliant move. That's what they do. Hulk versus right, so whatever. Jackman's not going to do it again. Who's doing it? Who's doing Wolverine? I've heard references of um, Daniel Radcliffe thinking about doing it. And I was like, eh. I think somebody needs to shoot I, him in the leg before they do that. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know. That could be an unconventional casting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw him doing uh, uh, some weird uh, dance thing and drag yeah. or whatnot. I'd be as excited to see Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine as I am to see What's-His-Face doing the new Batman. Nolan? You know, no. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, Robert Pattinson? Yeah, Robert Pattinson's Batman. I'll be just as yeah. excited to see that, which means to You'll say like, not mm, at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. So let's let's get into that. Let's get into the new The Batman horrible-looking ridiculousness they're about to put out. I don't know. Not that I just gave out my opinion right off the bat, but go for yeah. it. It looks like it's trying to be too much of a uh, uh, film noir type oh. movie yeah. or something, which it works for Batman, but you need to have, like you said before, the superhero look to it. You don't need a big buffed out Ben Affleck Batman, but you need maybe one that looks like Michael Keaton well, Batman. It's Batman year yeah. one. Yeah. But it would be yeah. nice to see somebody with some sort of a stature because Batman is, you know, in, in you look at it in comics, he's almost as big as Superman most of the time. You can't, he's yeah. as strong as Superman. Obviously, Superman is Superman. Clearly. But like <laughs> stature wise, he's about as big as Superman. I think Superman's just a little taller. Yeah. But, you know, so you get somebody like, even Mike Keaton was tiny, but certainly Christian Bale was a midget compared to, you know, pardon the yeah. phrase. You know what I mean? He was a little guy compared to what they should be. And even, you know, uh, but you know, Robert Pattinson's taller than Christian right. Bale, but he's not built. You know no, what I mean? There's not nah. so much working he, out you can do. He's a mean be built. Like Ben Affleck yeah. was able to bulk up yeah. for his Batman role. And then add and I'm top of it and you're good to go. Yeah. I'm going on a tangent. It's very superficial. But the car, I don't like the car. It's year one car. But I think you I know, even the, even the 89 the Batman was yeah. technically year one. Right. And they had yeah, a much better car. At least it had some flair. Yeah, he had some flair to it. car. Yeah, absolutely. He's, absolute the Nolan car. car was really good. That no, was the Nolan car work. was a piece of crap. I don't know what you're talking about. I the, thought the, it was the Nolan, cool. The tumbler? Yeah. It didn't look like a Batmobile. It tumbled its way right off my That thing screen. was sick. That thing was ridiculous. It was like a tank car. Yeah, exactly. It was a tank car. I thought was it was ridiculous. I thought it was really With big good. wheels. Su- yeah, it was super big. And you know, big Hot Wheels wheels. That was horrific. I thought it was really cool. It was the worst of them. It's one of the coolest the, vehicles the, I've the ever seen. Snyderverse <laughs> Batmobile was, was way gold. better. It was so no. cool. The Snyderverse Batmobile, which uh, unrealistic and big wheels and all that, was way better than that Tumblr piece of crap. The it just looked like a little tank. It had no resemblance to a Batmobile whatsoever. Exactly. When you yeah, see a Batmobile, cool, so you should like, be able to look at it and go, that's <laughs> a Batmobile. It looked nothing like a Batmobile. I looked at it and no. I was like, Wow, I bet Batman would ride that because it's really sick looking. No, you no. are out of your no. mind. No. That <laughs> thing the only true Batmobile right ever is the 1966 Batmobile. I'm sorry, I'm saying it. That it's still going to be Batmobile. there, but I. It's neat. I like it. It's, it's recognizable. Did you hear that? It's neat. What kind of crap comment is that? It's neat. I love you to pieces, but good luck. It's I neat. love it. No, I lo- the thing is, I love them for different reasons. I love the like yeah, the '66 okay. one because I'm like, cool. I'm like, oh look at that! It's the Batmobile. Yeah. And then I see the Tumblr. I'm like, that's so sick. It's a tank. That's awesome. Yeah. But that was the point with the whole Nolan. It's one of my problems with the whole Nolan verse. Nothing yeah. in there screamed Batman. There's about a bat logo. See, the way the way I've seen it, the Batarang. That was it. No bat logo. The way I've seen it is the fact that I never grew up with Batman. True. That was my first viewing of Batman. And that's why I, I'm sorry I didn't even for know you. the 1966 thing. <laughs> that's why I'm sorry for you. So that was my view of the Batman. Right. So now I'm like, I see stuff like the uh, Real stuff, what's his name? Mean? What's his name? The uh, uh, 
The one that's going to do a Batman movie soon. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I see his and I'm like. You can name to forget. I keep doing it too. I'm like, I'm like, I don't, the thing is, I don't really remember the trailer all that often, but I do remember it was a similar I tone. Really done much. The only thing I didn't really like was the fact that it was similar. And I was like, what are you trying to like remake it? Yeah. Or something. The, the, the Robert Pattinson stuff. I mean, I get it. It's year one, but like even his costume. Thank you, Mike. Batman. Even his costume looks like the um, Gotham one. The, 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 they they right. premiered at the end of the Gotham show. Right. Yep. It looked like so homemade. Like, it looked eh. like crap. A billionaire is not going to make a homemade looking costume even year one. He's yeah. got a little bit more, you know, to put behind it. Same with the Batmobile itself, which is why the 89 stuff, for as unrealistic as that is, was more realistic right. in yeah. a Batman world. Yeah. Exactly. Right. In a Batman universe made way more sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The stylized look of the Gotham, you know, the Nolan. Gotham, it looked like New York. I mean, it was essentially it was downtown right. Chicago. Like it was, it just looked like a real city. Yeah. And the whole DC atmosphere, even you know, even Metropolis, which looks kind of like City of the Future, but compared to Gotham, which looks like you know, rundown, gothic, you know, big gargoyles yeah. and crap like that. Nolan's bat, Nolan's Gotham didn't look like that at all. It was just like a city anybody can walk into. Oh, it just didn't make any sense to me. So that's why, like, and I know that was your first introduction to Batman, mm-hmm. and it was for a lot of people. Yep. And that's what makes me sad. Somebody who's yeah. lived with this character since the 70s, essentially, you know what I mean? Yeah. And beyond and gone back and looked at, you know, read comics and watched the 66 show over and right. over again. It makes me sad for people. Yeah. Like that is their first introduction is somebody who mistreated and clearly knew nothing about the character. That's how he got a hold of it yep. and ran with it. And they allowed him to do that. Him and David S. Goyer for three movies. And Goyer still and Nolan still has a little bit to do with the stuff that happens yeah. now in the Snyderverse. Yeah, I've just grown see up. their names yeah. appear and, on any of the stuff make me cringe. Right. And, yeah, I've know, grown up with like all the like gothic, like dark char- like DC characters. Yeah. Like yeah. And, that, and that's my view. That had been my view of them for the longest time. I was like, oh, yeah, DC's just – like everything dc makes is just darker and then i saw and then like i don't know a couple years ago i went and saw like the 1966 batman because i was on like a kick of like all those like older shows and i like i went i saw um the bright night as he used to call it yes yeah and i I saw the like the 66 batman and i was like what is this this is so ridiculous like i saw the movie and i was like oh my god i I actually really love this yeah and then i was like watching that and then i just see like what it is now and i'm like oh wow that's very different what were you gonna say mike (laughs) No, no. Well, the fact that you have um, so many different interpretations of Batman alone for the last five decades or whatnot on media like this, whereas uh, you have something like Star Trek or Star Wars that have run for as long, if not longer, yeah. and they've kept mm-hmm. the same story consistent, the same look consistent. Yes. And even now with Star Trek, where they've had different mediums like animation and everything, Star Wars, right. animation, everything, yeah. it's all the same story and interconnected and still looks great. They even fit things in with Even Batman. the same vibe, too. Exactly. Whereas Batman, everything's different. And Every that's where the problem is. Exactly. That's where and the I get it. Like the Marvel character, even in the comics, has gone through some different iterations, right? The original, right. he was very dark. And you know what I mean? At one point, he had a gun. Like, it was very different. Then, of course, in the 50s and everything, so, you know, the, the 40s and the 50s, everything had to light up. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was smiling and fighting aliens and not fighting like real villains, things like that. And then in the 70s, when Neil Adam and, and um, Don, Denny O'Neill got a hold of him, they brought him back to the Dark Knight Detective and changed and made him more mm-hmm. gritty. Yep. And then, of course, like we, we've talked about this before, when. Um, when they got a hold of him for the Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, that happened and he, everything was gritty from then on. I'd right? like you to see I mean? a movie where he is like a, a detective. Yeah, they really. haven't really done that. Although they, this they, one like, might I do see, it a little bit more. I've seen video That's games. That's what they've been talking about, yeah. Yeah, they're work. talking about this one. He's a little bit more detective-like. Yeah. That would yeah, be, then I think, I, I think that would be really cool. I think some of the casting has been ridiculous. Pattinson, first of all, I'm not really a fan of, but... I understand nobody was a fan of Michael Keaton either, and he did a great job. Nobody was a fan of thinking that Ben Affleck was going to do it, and he's still one of my favorite Batman. Because mm-hmm. I think he did a cheer great job with, with crap movies, with crap scripts. He did a great job as Batman. Yeah. Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? He just, he just got stuck in bad movies. But, you know, so Pattinson could be. But then you have um, Penguin being played by um, – oh, God. Uh, what's his name? Oh, wow. Every time I do this. Oh. No, no. So you got Alfred being played by um, Gollum. What's his name? Really? Yeah. I, I don't remember his Circus. name. I just remember Andy his Circus. name as Gollum. Andy Circus. Thank you. Alfred's being played by Andy Circus. But you have who played Dead? Dead um, who played uh, Bullseye in the original? Oh, that was uh, uh, Colin Colin Farrell. 
Colin, thank you, Colin Farrell. Wow, my brain is just shot. Forty-five, and it's gone, baby. Colin Farrell <laughs> is playing the penguin. He doesn't look like the penguin. Oh, wait, he looks. Right. He looks like um, uh, uh, just a thug. He looks like just like a henchman. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make any and sense. It's not quite to me. the same. Right? That he that's 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 what he is. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense at all. They're trying if to make anything. I'd rather see Andy Circus as <laughs> do an that would, fit more. that would yeah. make that would more sense more. to me. Do you know what I mean? And then you know, then you could see you know, um, you know, maybe Colin Farrell be a good Alfred, right? Do you or know what I mean? Mr. Like that Gordon would make sense you know, because it's the time. And Robert period. Pattinson simply not in the movie. It's the, no. it's, it's, yeah, and then Robert Pattinson <laughs> definitely not in no, the movie. No, that's a TV all. show, Gotham. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what that is. You know, so and again, you know, so my struggle with it is, and I guess I know it's the first year, but much like um, the Nolan verse stuff, nobody is really who they are in the comics, right? You, you know, Bane right. was not Bane; he was just a big dude who, you know, had a little had a little, you know, gas to make him not crazy, not not, you know, he, he didn't get annoyed so much because the gas calmed him down, right? Right. They have, um, uh, what, what, you know, what's what's her name playing <laughs> Selena Kyle, the cat burglar. Yeah, never no. called Catwoman in the movies because, right. heaven forbid, in Nolan's world, anybody Everybody. was actually called what they are in the comics. Do you know what I'm saying? Or actually exactly. played. But you know what I mean? It was so it was so separated from the comic world that that's what annoyed right. me. Like you, you know, you talked about this iterations, but they all somehow you know harkened back to the original source material. And his felt right. like it just didn't. Like it almost seemed like the original source material was an annoyance to him. Like I have to throw this in there because that's part of the lore, but I'm going to take it as far away from that as possible to make right. it my own thing. So going back to what you said versus DC versus Marvel, whereas Marvel, because it's controlled by Disney and controlled by Marvel itself and Kevin right. Feige has his own – they have their vision for it. Everything harkens back to some version of the comics, whether it's the Ultimate Series or the original yep. series. Everything looks like it's attached to the original comics. You can look at a costume and know exactly who that is, right. and you see some resemblance as to what it was. Yeah. The they understand- still have the a, a personal connection to their like, motivations, the fans exactly. comics. Right? The way the characters treated is much like you've been reading in the comics for decades. What I really love is there's a great example with Spider-Man himself. You have three different iterations of Spider-Man, much like you have multiple iterations of Batman. With Spider-Man, the first two movie series, you got to see how he got his powers, the spider bite and everything and how it happened. The third series of movies where he's in with the Marvel in the MCU with Tom Holland, you actually never see that. And that was smart. That was really smart. We didn't need it. He didn't need it. And that was the brilliant way to do it. You knew the history already because of these other two movies. Right. But he's just – We don't need a freaking origin story. And I think Batman's the same way, right? This new Pattinson one. Like I don't need another origin. I swear to God, if I see one more scene where the parents parents die, one more time, I'm going to lose my sneakers. No, you're going to get – it's a year one story. There's no way they're not somehow going to have some sort of flashback scene to the freaking pearls hitting the ground. Every single time without fail. It's like they can't handle not doing it. DC cannot handle handle not doing the origin we get it we understand he's mopey because his parents died okay mm-hmm. he's mopey because his parents because now martha, let's go why'd you, why you say that name yeah exactly. that's a whole other <laughs> we'll get there we'll get oh there to the martha because that's my other oh. thing but going back to the nolan one go back to the nolan one and he's you, you got that happening again right we're seeing the parents die and he's pissy about it that's why he becomes batman until the third movie and he took off for seven years because his girlfriend who was not his girlfriend died Right, and he stops being Batman because somebody he's not in love with, somebody he's not in love with him, somebody he's not dating, dies. He stops being Batman for seven years. What a load of crap! That would have made him fight harder, not take seven years off. Yeah. Okay. And the only reason that was that was that was a story, a use first. That was a trope. That was a way to get, uh, you know, to get the the kid who was not Robin to grow up, right? Right. The one who saw him and got the secret orphan Annie wink. Hey, I'm Batman Wink in the orphanage to grow up and become a, an idiot, useless cop who drives everybody underground, <laughs> can't shoot a gun or throw a punch. All of a sudden, now he's Robin. He's going to be bad. He takes over the keys to the Batcave, okay? He's the cause of the whole movie, all right? So that's yep. certainly the one you want to give the keys to the Batman cause, the cave because he's really bright, okay? But hmm. that's the only reason. He took seven years off so that kid could grow up. Then he can put a strap on the magic brace, okay, that, you know, yeah. He has he's, he has hidden away, and he's had this really bad limp. He's been in his room doing room archery, the next Olympic event, by the way. Okay, right. He's in his room doing room archery, and all of a sudden he slaps on the brace, and he's right back to being Batman again. 
Okay, that made no sense. It was extremely lazy writing. All right, he gets thrown in the pit of despair. Right, we're just waiting for the the, the albino to come by. Right, right. All right, but you know, and there's nothing. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's this pit of despair, but has cable, so we can watch. <laughs> we can watch the football game. That makes sense. You can't escape this, but it's got cable. We got, we got the Sunday you're ticket. You're supposed to feel That's like great. you're miserable and you would rather be in hell than here. But you know what? We got an NFL ticket. At least ticket. you can watch the so sports You guys games. are good to go. Okay. Right. It's a slap in the back adjustment by the doctor. Yeah, Not a broken back. Is in the Nightfall no. series. Just a quick slap, slap in the back adjustment. Now he's able to jump out of the cave. Okay. Can make it back to Gotham in one, you know, in between scene apparently. We never see him actually how he does it because he's got no money. He's got no connection to Alfred, but he makes it back to Gotham in you know a couple hours. So he's good sure. to go to get to the bomb beforehand. That made no sense. Okay. And then Batman defeats a nuclear bomb, which is that. a Superman level threat. That's one of the <laughs> scenes that I hate the absolute most. Sure. He it drops a like bomb, that. what, a mile or two off the coast, no fallout. Yeah. No tidal yeah. wave that takes out the damn city. Just poop. Oh, look, there's you a nice shiny flow over there. Yeah. Okay. And he lives too. It being dropped out of the bat into the ocean. He somehow lives through that nuclear explosion under the water. I hate it in movies when they treat atomic bombs like they're normal bombs right. and not he had a like grenade dropped yeah. in the ocean. Literally, like like city level, country level yeah. threats. But my struggle was that and you it was like created, a mile off the Nolan coast. created a <laughs> realistic world and right. then threw it away in the end. He right. threw away all that realism in the end. None of this – all this stuff could have happened. Guess what? Nuclear bomb dropping off the coast, not going to happen without causing problem. Yeah. Right. No problem was caused other than a nice shiny glow. The only way is if that, that bomb didn't go off. Right. That would be the best way. You stopped it from going off. That would Not letting sad. it go off anywhere in the world. Yeah, anywhere near <laughs> civilization. But, but yeah. he got a statue. Batman but he did get a statue. <laughs> and, statue. and he mis- mistreats Alfred. The man has raised him from a kid. He told oh, him to get annoying. lost, first of all, which Alfred. I understand he needed him to go away. Right. right. Not just for the story arc, but for like the fact that he couldn't be used as a pawn against him. I get that. Make him get out of your life so that nobody can use him against you. Got that. I'm with that. But then all of a sudden, you're alive. You're in Paris with your girlfriend. Again, not Catwoman, the cat burglar. No letter to Alfred going, hey, I'm alive. By the way, I know you raised me. I'm in France. Come find me. Right. You know what I mean? Or I'm, I'll, be, I'll be back. Don't worry about it. I gave the idiot cop kid the keys to the back cave in case you see him trolling around. Right? Like, don't worry about it. Just He's there. Just ignore him. Ignore him. <laughs> right? It, it made no sense right. to me. And then you have the Snyderverse, and I know they're trying to bring back the Snyderverse, and they need to stop. Need to stop. Uh, need yeah. to get somebody else. I really think they should just sever ties now because yeah. it's exhausting seeing them flop every movie that they try to do except for They've, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was great. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed Shazam. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I like that one. I, I like that one a lot. Um, and then, uh, yeah, really, that's it. Like, man, what about Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman? Piece of trash? Let's just not talk about that one because yeah. she basically bad. violated so some man that was taken over by Steve's bot, uh, Essence or whatever. Like, yeah. that wasn't her, her Steve. That was some man that she was having in relations with that she shouldn't have been. Oh, right? yeah, that There's one. That. Oh, my God, I forgot that there was, was a weird. second movie. That was, so that was really yeah, – that was – I did not like that movie. You know, you got poor yep. Pedro Pascal, like, you know, wonderful as the Mandalorian, thrown into this crap movie. Yeah. Yep. Way overacted. I mean, that was overacting, beyond yeah. overacting in that movie. Now, yeah. what they could do if they really want to bring back any kind of Snyderverse or do something different – if they do it right with the new Flash film, if they do it right, they could reset all of that. Big if, Mike. I know. You know what? I'll say this, though. I will say the DC shows on the CW handled the multiverse much better than I thought they would. Yes. They, oh, yeah. That was they need to get it away from Snyder and give it to Jeff Johns and give it to Greg Berlanti. Yep. And let yep. them actually handle it. And they, they can do had- now, you know, the, 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 the CW Arrowverse shows are on a CW Arrowverse budget. Right. So they're not as grandiose, but you can see what they can do. Now imagine them having movie budgets and you know, access to the actors and well, whatever to movie stuff. And imagine the stories they can actually tell when they treat it correctly. Well, they have the tie-in with uh, CW and HBO Max for Stargirl now, and they also yep. did that with um, the uh, Superman and Lois shows, and the budget of those show, and oh my yeah. god, they're phenomenal. They are, and, they and are. Superman and Lois is a very different feel than, let's say, even Flash. Right, but I haven't uh, seen Superman and Lois. How it's is awesome. that? so good. That's really good. Really? It's yeah. really good. I really enjoyyed it. They just wrapped up the season, the first yep. season. Uh, uh, and the second have- season's already underway. And they had the conceit from the uh, end of the whole Crisis Infinite Earth that the baby that they had 
in that was now twins, uh, twin teenagers. I'm yeah. like, I'm okay with that because they just rebooted no. the entire multiverse. Like, I'm okay. Right, with exactly. That. I have no struggle with that whatsoever. It's a nice, no. easy way to deal with it, and it yep. worked out great. And I love the show. I really enjoyed the show. You know, yep. and even though Flash it, it's has been done really well. And the Flash show struggled a little bit the last couple seasons, but it's still a solid show. And yep. they even had the crossover with the Snyderverse with Flash meeting Flash. They were that smart. Was, to do. That, that was genius. That was gold. Yep. Genius. And, but they and definitely didn't have to be a whole long the scene. With the- yeah, exactly. And they even had the 1989 Batman in there, too. Not yeah. the Batman yeah. himself, but the universe itself was in there. Yeah, I love mm. that. I'm not an Ezra Miller fan. I, I, no. I think yeah, as an actor, I, I think he's fine. Uh, I don't have a struggle with him there. I have a struggle with his version of the Flash. Right. I think it was a nice change. I think of the pace. Flash is, but, you know, yeah. he's a little snarky. He's a little sarcastic, yeah. but he's yeah. also a little bit more grown up than yeah. Ezra Miller plays him. Yeah, he you know what t- I mean? plays him very like a very like an anxiety ridden teen. Yes, and right. that's not Barry Allen. You yeah, know, no. you know, and I get it. He's he's now just becoming a forensic scientist, like in the movies. Yeah. This yeah. is pre. But at the end of the day, Flash was the Flash. He was already a forensic scientist. Right. You know what I mean? That's why he became the Flash because he was in the lab and that's when he got hit by the lightning and the chemicals yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's where Grant Gustin got it right. That's where they got yeah. with uh, – um, uh, uh, what's his name from the 90s version of Flash? Um, yes. Oh. Lo- oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that – I loved bringing him in. Yeah. And they brought him as different versions of the Flash and different characters yes. as well, which was yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I think and that was. I'm genius. not gonna lie, I shed a freaking tear when they did that in the CW version of the Price of the Universe, with he was running, 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 and you knew he was the one that was gonna die, and yep. then flash back to a scene from the original Flash show. I'm just like, you sons of bitches! No, they did it. You they hit us it. on every angle. <laughs> and he, oh, they did it. those bastards. They got it. They they nailed that big time. They absolutely and the fact we that. got. Uh, um, uh, Brandon Ruth as Superman again, which yes, and future Superman, Superman Re- right? Kingdom Come Superman, right? And Superman Returns movie, not a great film by any means, nope. Nope. but his but portrayal as back. Christopher Reeve as Superman yep. was uh, as a Christopher Reeve version of Superman was perfect. Like he was yes. pitch perfect, except for the creepy scene where he's watching Lois in the house. That that yeah, was a whole other darker scene was a little much. But yeah. the yes. the callbacks are what's appreciated, right? I like right. when they say this happened. This is this is part of our history. We're acknowledging yep. it, not trying to ignore it. That's yes. when they go crazy, and that's when you bring in the real audience because. Everybody can be a part of it. People like yourself who just introduced to this right. stuff or somebody right. like myself who has lived in some and watched the 90s shows with John Wesley Shipp, who watched the 80s yep. stuff, who right. you know, watched all these things, including 66 Batman. And you got you know Robin in there, right? Yeah. You yeah. got him in there a little bigger, but he's still wearing the, the, the sweater. You know what yep. I mean? He was on or Earth even, 66. You know what I mean? even did uh, the callback to Birds of Prey, like a one-season yep. show. That's like, right. Th- Beautiful, wow. and they could do that in the movie level too. At this point, you ever, you, this did you watch movie. the Birds of Prey show? I have it on DVD. Watch episode one. Who's in episode one that you Batman. might recognize? No, and no, I, it's been so long. Oh, oh. Mister, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Breaking Bad. No, oh. Brian Cranston. No. no, Aaron Paul. He's really? the kid on the bus. No, he's oh the he's god. the pain in the ass kid in the bus. Wow, it's, Aaron, it's a young Aaron Paul. Oh my god, I'm not kidding you. Go back and That's watch it. Crazy. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That is crazy. Isn't that insane? That's insane. Wow. Yeah, go back and watch it. That was pretty cool. Okay, a little call back. A little call back there. So yeah, yeah, that was really cool. So, so all right. The, so we're gonna, I know Mike, you've got to get going right. uh, shortly. Not, um, if the TV series like can get it right, then why can't the movies get it right? Hands right. down. But I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. If the TV shows can do this because it's because they're doing what they need they to do. They even have a smaller it's budget. Of this, and it's almost to me, to me, yep. it's almost as if they're like, well, you know, it's just a TV show. Let Berlanti deal with it, and who cares? We're gonna focus and put all of our efforts into the movies, right? right. We're gonna we're gonna keep put our stink and our stamp all over the movies, but who cares what they're doing on the TV? When right. they didn't realize that that model is what they should have done for the movies. Let these people like Berlanti, like Jeff Johns, let these people who know what the hell they're talking about with these characters do your movies. Let the comic book writers write the scripts for yep. your movies. They know what they're doing. They lived and breathed these characters. You know, you're just an idiot in a suit at Warner Brothers and you think you know about this stuff and you don't. So you let every director come in like yep. Nolan and whoever and just put their stink on it. You know, and what it you makes do? no sense. You know who you get to run the movies? And I just had to look it up. Paul Dini. Uh, yeah, oh, please. Paul Dini and Bruce Easy. Kim. Easy. Boom. Done. Easy. 
done. It's done. Done day. You have a you have a universe. You have people yep. who know the characters inside and out who've been dealing with these characters for decades. Okay. You need them to do it. You, done. You and get then you Jim Lee in there. You get Jeff Johns. You get Berlanti. You get Deanie. You get you know you get these guys in there, and you got a done day. You the get rid of Snyder. Team. You get rid of these Even, idiots who keep the stink on it. The Snyder verse is too dark. Yep. It's too mopey. Man of Steel was just an emo Superman walking yeah. around, bearded, throwing poles into through trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like that made no sense yeah. to me whatsoever. I thought Even Man emo. of Steel was good, and it then, was decent. Like it was a good. It was good. It was it all right. Could have been way better. It could have been, right. but like, and then and then Superman, like every movie after that, I was like, oh wow, these actually Superman really with suck. Christopher Reeves in the seventies was a better. You know what I mean? With their take, with yeah. the lack of yeah, technology, I've seen that one. It, it is far it was better. a way better version of Superman. Let's yeah. this cheesy, way. as hokey as a 70s movie can yep. be, it was way better. Captain America. And I'm not just saying because I was a kid when that came right. out. I'm not saying that. As yeah. an actual Superman, you know, movie. the true essence of the character, somebody who's heroic and brave and out for the world, you know, and, and not emo and pissy and moany. Yeah, yep. your father yeah. died, you go, you be Superman, mm-hmm. and you move on with your day. You know how you okay. do emo, emo superhero? is Captain America. They did it right. He was still very true to himself, very, I'm going to be super nice and everything. But even towards the end, when it was a little bit darker and gritty in the end game, he was still, yep. we can do this. We can do this together. I can do this all day. That I can do this all day. Everything. Yeah. Boom. If you could do that, then Superman can do that because that was 70s Superman. That was Christopher yep. Reeves' Superman. It can be done. And still sell tickets. And I love the Ben Affleck Batman. Like I do. I know people get you know emotional about it. People didn't think it was going to work. I thought he was the best part of the movie. Yeah, well, you know, Batman what v Superman and Justly. He's still yeah. the best part of the movie. That Batman v Superman when he's in that warehouse and he's yep. throwing boxes around and grappling through this and swinging this and and, and he was shoving really heads cool through the movie. floor and doing that. Like that was Batman. That was the best Batman fight scene ever laid on film. Ever, ever, yep. ever. The yep. best Batman fight scene. The most true. The most daring, the most in, in car, you know, in, uh, entertaining. Yep. And that was it. But then you have to ruin it with, I'm going to stop this fighting because your mother's name is Martha. <laughs> my mother's name is Martha. Right. Well, that oh my God, we're besties. How did that not get somebody fired? I don't know. Not How that did you was not get fired for that nonsense. That, yeah, Batman that was followed, ridiculous. That Batman followed the animated series Batman look and feel. Boom, hands down. And that's what yep. they should have done. And yeah, there's the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller, yep. Batman. You know what I'm saying? And that's and I, what I like that. The big bat, you know, the big bat symbol on the chest, the older, I've been doing this a while. Robin's yeah. dead. Da, 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 da. I love it. I loved all that. But to stop their fighting on such an easy, stupid way out, instead of it just being, you had another easy way to do it. Superman yep. lands and goes, Bruce, because I know who you are, stop. We're not going to fight because it's not you or I that are pitted against each other. Lex Luthor is doing this to both of us. He's manipulating yeah. both of us. It could have yep. easily been Done. that. Done day. You don't have to attack him. You don't have to. You don't have to. You know, grenade bomb him with kryptonite. You got to stop. This is not us fighting. Lex Luthor, who you don't right. like anyway, is <laughs> pitting us against each other. Now he has my mother hostage, and he's threatening Lois. Okay, exactly. and he's trying to do that. And he's trying to take over. He's doing some shit. We as a team need to go get him. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what I mean. So that whole fight scene was superfluous. I get it. It's a movie. You got to have that. Oh my god, Batman and Superman are fighting. All right. that Dark Knight Returns. But that was a very different situation as to why they actually fought in the comics. Right. right. That one made sense. That This one made no sense as to why they're fighting and why it kept going and why they stopped fighting. Right. It, it, it was just – it was Everything ridiculous. about it. Everything it about sense. it was stupid. Except you have – uh, Doomsday was completely mishandled. Yep. Yep. Doomsday that was a per- pile of shit that walked. Oh, it was, it was, it was a – I said this before. Was, it was a Harry Potter was crave, so cave troll. So on, on yep. you know what I mean? It was just just a droided up Harry Potter cave troll. And that as was much it. He as I love the Wonder Woman, as much as I love the Wonder Woman character, why was she there? Yeah, it was just another yeah, way that to was fit her weird. in. It was a way to fit yeah. her in so she can get her own movie going. I get it, but yet yeah, didn't make much sense. Right. That but could, it was that just a shoehorn in the, the, tri- the Trinity, but I get it. But yeah, right. so I had less of a struggle with that because I, I love the character. I love the way Gal Gadot actually plays that character, right. not the way they made her play it in '84, but. I get right. it, you know what I mean. But like, I, I definitely liked her appearance in there, and I thought she was incredibly badass when she oh, does yeah. that. When he kicks her back, and she gives that like wink of like, "Oh yeah, MFR, I'm coming at you," and she just digs <laughs> in and like, launches at him. One of the best parts yeah. of that movie, her fight, like, "Go get him, get him!" <laughs> it was awesome. Like, you totally got behind her with that. I thought that was fantastic. So in any movie, there are shiny parts, except for the Nolan verse. Uh, you know what I mean? There's there's definitely some shiny parts. 
again, Heath Ledger, shining point, but that was him, not Nolan. Okay, because right. he dug into that character. Um, but you know, mm. the, the, even the Snyderverse has some shining parts to it, but there's not right. enough for me. There's too many missteps. There's yeah. too many easy outs, easy writings. We don't know this character well enough. Let's the, the you know even when you get the reshoot, the recut, the Snyder cut. Okay, right. and I've talked about this before. First of all, you make it four by three because you're an idiot. That's because you want it for IMAX, which I is an IMAX for a couple of sure. months, maybe. When during I'm a watching, pandemic. I'm like, what the hell? Is this right? Why am I watching yeah. something? Oh, yeah. I stopped it and restarted. I thought something was wrong. Right. Right. What the hell okay. was that? It was an artistic choice for IMAX so that it looked better in IMAX because, you know, when superheroes fly and they're flying up, and there's, I, I read this entirely Wait, long this, the, the Snyder cut of the Justice League. Oh, they yeah. Re-bed, redid, the, redid it and made it longer and added some really cool stuff to it. Yeah. You know, definitely made Steppenwolf look a lot better. Still not Steppenwolf, but better than the original. Right. right. It was, still wasn't right, but it was definitely better. You know what I mean? And added in, you know, uh, Dark Side. He still looked like crap. You know what I mean? You know, and then you had the whole Granny Goodness and Desaad in there. At least mm-hmm. you saw them, but it was kind of like that X Men. Here's a second of them. Now go yeah. away. And Marshall maybe we'll do Hunter. another one. You shoehorned in the Joker in the extra scene. That was unnecessary. Right. right. You know what I mean? But some of the other stuff was cool. Obviously, having Martian Manhunter in there was cool. I liked that. I thought that was fun. I was hoping for more Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm always hoping for. I would love to see the Green Lantern stuff, but they're going to do their own. You know, so that was kind of cool. But (laughs) there was a lot, even the new stuff, like the four by three, really pissed me off Mm because you're going to have an IMAX for a couple of months, and then everybody's going to watch it on their home TV, their widescreen TVs for the rest of its life. Right. Right. What a ridiculous choice! You should have, if you want to have a four (laughs) by three movie in IMAX, go do it. But make the version that has an aspect ratio proper to people's TVs now. Right. Make both. So instead of putting your energy into making a a black and Full white screen. version, because who the hell cares about having a black and white version? You're so worried about it looking how a comic book should read. Yep. Comic books aren't black and white, you jackass. So hmm. why do you have a? Why did you bother putting out a black and white version of it? It was an artistic, I'm fuddy duddy choice. Cut it out. Reason number one of five, he should be fired. You know okay? what? I'm gonna go completely out of you know this whole thing. I will say the best comic book looking film of all time hmm? is not one that's in the MCU, but it is a Marvel movie. The Ang Lee Hulk. Howard the Duck. So <laughs> okay, so I'll talk. Yeah. To, let's let's talk about the Ang Lee Hulk movie because this is going this yep. is going back. We're jumping back in the yep. way back machine here. <laughs> yep. Okay. So yes, I will one hundred percent agree with you. It's yep. definitely the most comic book looking movie. In fact, so exactly. much so that it had like panels moving. Exactly. Right? The, the I, and I like that. And the transitions were very comic book. I like that. The story mm-hmm. itself was eh. Okay, so not only was the story kind of amp, but I'll get behind it. Okay, it was a first attempt at the right, Hulk. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Here's my problem. My problem stems with Ang Lee. All right, and he's a great film director. We know right. that. We know there's no getting around. He's a great, even though he loves doves. Every movie has freaking doves going across the screen, even that including one. the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. It's always got that's his that's his thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. I get you. You have a thing. You have an artistic thing you like to stamp on because that makes it. That's an oh look, it's an Ang Lee movie. There's a swan. There's a bird. You know, doves going across the screen. Got right. it. All right. My here's my problem. I have a cousin who works for ILM. Okay. I'm not going to say his name. He worked for Ang Lee on that movie. Uh-oh. Yeah. Nice guy. Right. Nice guy. However, stupid choices. They spent a lot of time and a lot of money creating new software and technology because it was still relatively new at that point. So they upped their game on new technologies to make the Hulk look realistic, right? Skin. Right. sweat, hair, like all mm. these different engines they had to create, not software that was there. They had to create the software before wow. they could make the movie, right? Yeah. Right. So he worked on that and he – so he's he's an animator. At the time, he was just an animator. Now he's more of a lead and does other things. But yeah. So he would tell me about it and he's like, yeah, we'd do this and then he'd come in for like a daily or whatever and say, OK, see that hand when it puts it on top of the truck? Turn it five degrees to the left as he jumps across the truck. Not realizing that takes about twenty to thirty thousand dollars to do because it's animators back in reanimating, right. re-rendering, and all the stuff and all the months of computing power it takes to do all that mm. to move it five degrees. Ooh. They would tell him they did it and he, they didn't do it, and he's like, "Yeah, that looks great." So yeah, that was number yeah. one. Number two, every time they do anything, he's like, "Yeah, but I want it darker because you know it's night, so make it darker." So he's like, "So we did all this work to make the skin. You couldn't see any of it." Because he just yep. come in and filter it dark, you couldn't see any of the work we did. That's bullshit. and it made so it look that is right. And then of course, yeah. let's not go into the fact that it had the Hulk dogs. 
Well, I don't. I don't mention that. I don't. I don't, I don't talk right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So this big so, part. So I know I'm ranting and kind of shitting on every movie so far, but there are some great <laughs> things out there, and there's some great parts to that movie. Right, and I think Eric Bana did a great job. I, I liked his portrayal as Bruce. I think him and Jennifer Conley had a great chemistry. As I thought, Betty. that was awesome. I thought, yeah. that, and I like Nick Nolte. I thought Nick yeah. Nolte. I like Nick Nolte anyway. He's a bit of a wackadoo now, but I liked. Right. I liked him. You know what I mean? So I like him. That and, was uh, a movie. No, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say this is a movie that's not part of the MCU. That that was a Marvel didn't always knock it out of the park. This was right after when Spider Man hit, like the first Spider Man. But don't use those words too quick. I know because we have a multiverse now. now. I know we have a multiverse <laughs> now. There's no reason that can't be part of it. It's all canon, and they've, you know, they've kind of come out and said it, like anything we've done can be canon because we have a multiverse now. And right. there's no reason at some point they can't bring Eric Bana back or they can't bring that version of the Hulk back because the no. next one we're going to lose. So for the the She Hulk show, I think we're losing Smart Hulk. Right. Oh, thank God. So we're getting away from Smart that Hulk. That was the one thing that really no, put me out of Endgame. It was I tough. I was like, oh my gosh. When he's sitting I in that really diner hate, scene, he's taking selfies. I hate selfies. that so much, yeah, like with a self- passion. I did not mind him when he's trying to help, when he's doing the, you know, trying, you know with, the, with the actual quantum and, and you know, right. time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Going through time. I, that I didn't have a problem with. The freaking diner scene where he's taking, yeah. you know, selfies. I hated everything And trying to get take a selfie with Ant-Man. Every time he showed up on screen, I was mad was because I just hated it so much. But Smart Hulk is a Hulk. Yeah, like, yeah, I've seen that in the comics. The Hulk, right? There's Mr. Fix-It, like, there's so many. This one was just so cringy. And we're going to, you know, eventually oh. we're going to get Red Hulk with Ross, you know what I mean, with General Ross. Yep. We'll get Red Hulk eventually. I can't wait for them to get Red Hulk. Abomination <laughs> is back in Shang-Chi. Really? Yeah. yeah he's in yes. that, that, have you seen the trailer with the fight scene inside the yeah. cage? Yeah. yeah. It's Wong. Was that Abomination? That's Wong fighting Abomination. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah. Abomination's uh, tweaked a little bit with, like, the fins and everything, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, they just updated him a little bit, and I have no struggle with that. Yeah, you know, no, no, not at all. I can't remember. Did he die in the Incredible Hulk? Or no, no, no he just took he, away. He, he, was that they took him away in the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay, out. all right. Because yeah. I actually he, don't. He I don't remember back. what happened. He transformed. I don't know if he back. ever transformed back. I don't think he did. I don't remember. I, I, I'd have to go back and watch. You might be right. I don't think he did either. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 one of those movies that is part of the MCU, but it's not one that I go back and watch. But now you know we could do it with multiverses. You could also have Lou Ferrigno Hulk again. Yes. Yeah, you can't have Bill but you could have him. As just a Hulk coming in as well. That I would know. be cool. Tiny that Hulk with cool. Big Hulk. That would be okay with me. I would be okay with that too. That that is the beauty of it. It opens up everything. <laughs> everything is opened up now. And that's the beauty of how Marvel did everything right all the way so far. But starting with the MCU, starting with 2007. I mean, obviously, this has been in play for a while, right? They've been thinking right. about doing this multiverse stuff. Do you think they they have been dealing with this, or do you think they at all at all did they take any of the playbook from DC in the Arrowverse shows? When they started doing all this crossover stuff, because they've been I'm doing gonna, crossovers for a long time. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go on a limb and bet that they were influenced. I'm not gonna say that they yeah. directly took it, but they, they were see how much it worked. Yeah, influenced. Exactly. That, that's they the see I how much it. the multiverse stuff and the, the crisis stuff worked, and you brought it all these other things. You know what I mean? When you had the '66 exactly. Batman, the '89 yeah. Batman, like you and said, and how how well they made it work. Yeah. like it was flawless, and it was perfect. Yep. It was it was fan service, and I know people bitch about I fan service. Fan I love that's fan. my Give me fan service thing. all the way because I'm a fan. Fan service, exactly. Oh my god, I hate fan when service get pays at fan the bills. That's yes, right. Companies. It absolutely That's pays it. the bills, Mike. You're right. Yeah. Like, why the hell wouldn't you do fan service? It's you know, just the fun. people that <laughs> gripe and complain is a much smaller number than fans. Go yes. to any convention, go to and any I, comic I, you know, I don't understand it at all. No. Like, people spend way too much time. Uh, you know, complaining about stuff like that. You know, I don't sit. I might talk to you about how much I hate the Nolanverse, but I'll sit online yeah. complaining about it every day, typing on the computer, standing on my chair, screaming right. at my computer. Yeah. I just I'll talk to a friend about it, but that's it. Yeah, and I'll right. sit there and complain about it all day, every day. On, you know, and, and tell them that they had crap. I'll keep it to myself. I'll tell it to you, but that's it, right? And people, right. they know. And here's one thing it didn't do. As much as I hated the Nolanverse, and I've said this before, it did not in any way. You people know who I'm talking to. It didn't ruin my childhood. People have got to stop saying oh, I that. Hate that. You got to stop using the term yeah, it ruined my that. child it did not wreck your childhood the newer star wars movies oh the, yeah the was... prequel trilogies did not wreck your childhood no. the three originals even yeah. though they've been tweaked a hundred times are still there go right. freaking watch yeah. them i mean it's right? disappointing that they ended the story that way but like but there's there's but a million more star wars you know movies to come we have mandalorian they're gonna keep doing it same thing with Batman. Pattinson's doing his. You don't like it, and I'm sure yeah. I, you know, I'll, I'm sure I'll have a mix, and you'll definitely hear a review on it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be over. It's going to be done. Somebody else will pick it up, and there'll be a new version coming. Yep. 
every child has that first movie to whatever universe that we already right. a part Mila of. Mila has the Nolan verse as far as sorry as I feel for her. Yeah. You know, there are some kids that grew up on Phantom Menace. There are some kids that grew up on The Force That's Awakens. Right. You know, That's right. All of that. It did not wreck your childhood. Cut nope. it out. Stop right. saying that. You're okay. Exactly. I will you do another day. To I want to talk to you about the new He-Man because I know you like them. The He-Man oh. Revelation show. We talked about that a little bit online, and people were all over it. It wrecked my childhood. No, it didn't. The 200 episodes are still there. (laughs) Nobody came into your house and stole your DVDs and your Blu-rays. Go back. Still there. Cry into your little pajamas. Go back to mom's basement and go watch (laughs) your DVDs and leave everybody else alone. It was a good series, and it's a new series. There's another series, which I don't really – I'm not really that jazzed about, the CG version. We'll talk about this later, but I'm not really jazzed about that. But that's okay. I don't have to be. It's not for me. You got to watch it through the eyes of the audience that it's intended right. for. It's not made for do. me. I'm sorry. I, I know you want everything made for you. It's not made for you. There's oh. millions of there's billions of people with billions of different interests and in, in, you know things things they want to see and different ages. It's not made for you. Go watch something. Go back and watch the 200 that I made for you. You know what I need to do? We need to get you in contact, and you and I and, and him and everybody need to talk about GI Joe. You know, yeah, we well, bring- that's another whole episode. Let's let's plan that day. We're gonna do our GI Joe talk. Yep. Yeah, we gotta bring we gotta bring Fred for that. Yeah, let's definitely get Fred involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Excellent. Okay, I want to thank everybody for listening. As always, this is entertainmentrants.com. Uh, find us online at entertainmentrants.com. At social media, we're Entertainment Rants, except for Twitter, we're Entertain Rants. Feel free to write us a review. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get to read it on our next podcast if you can. That'll be fantastic. We'd love it when people spend, you know, 15 to 90 seconds, just write a quick review. Let us know what you think. Let everybody else know that you, know, you like the material, so it's something they might want to listen to. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We want to know if you want to be a guest on the show. If there's something you're passionate about and we'd like to talk about, let's do it. We're happy to rant with you. Um, so I want to just thank everybody. I want to thank Mila again, as always. Thank you. And Mike, as always, thank you so much. But let's talk to everybody about where who you are and and where they can find the Bro Show. The Bro Show is a show that I do every two to three weeks live. Uh, I call it Brunch with Bro on Friday afternoon. Or I'm sorry, Friday mornings around 11 o'clock in the morning usually. Um, and it's just a fun little show. You can find me at The Bro Show. That's T-H-E-B-R-E-A-U-X as an X-ray, S-H-O-W. It's a Cajun spelling. I'm a little spicy. What can I say? Um, at The Bro Show on Instagram, at The Bro Show on Twitter, at The Bro Show on Facebook, and at The Bro Show. I actually have a TikTok. You can even go find me on TikTok. There's only three videos Right, right after we're done yeah there's only three videos they're very old but it's okay they're there i'm still there so eventually you might even see me do a dance who knows um the bro show is all the fun hashtag just bro it do a good deed today is one of my big things so i push that on everybody do a good deed today and tell me about it hashtag just bro it put it out there and i'll find it and i'll talk about it on the show um okay. and on the show i'll just give a quick little plug the fact that i talk about toys pop culture i even do uh this is this week in geektastic history where i take a few tidbits from the week of what's fun in history for geeks we love it awesome mike thank you so much it was fantastic having we're definitely gonna do this again we're gonna do our gi joe show we're gonna have you on again anytime absolutely i really appreciate it not a problem man i this has been fun great to meet you Mila. i hope to meet you in person at some point soon that would be awesome uh, it's good to meet you too i will have to come down to the dojo at some point and uh do a little sparring that would be awesome. All right. Thank you, I'll Mike. Thank you, like Mila. Everybody, thank you as much. Let's get out there and start ranting, everybody. Bye. Rock on. Yeah.